0: Hi, and welcome to The Caption Life, a show for the most casual and dedicated fans of comics and a member of the Comic Watch family. I am your host, Sean. Join me and discover what the world of comics and graphic novels has to offer, from one-on-one interviews with industry professionals to roundtable discussions with passionate fans and reviews on the latest comics, TV shows, and movies. You can find me on social media under the username at Caption Life. You can also find more episodes and information at thecaptionlife.com. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us. If this is your first time, thanks for checking us out. And if you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. As you may know, I absolutely love Christmas and the holidays and everything about it. It's my favorite holiday of the year, and I always love going all out for it and discussing anything about it. Now that we've been celebrating the holiday for a while, with Christmas coming up shortly, I thought this would be a great time to talk about favorite and not-so-favorite things about this holiday. And just like the holidays... It's not real unless you are fighting someone about it. So I invited some longtime friends of mine from the Paperweight Entertainment podcast to discuss slash fight about some of these common holiday topics. So please welcome to the show, Derek Hoskins and Ian Torrance. Derek is the co-founder of Paperweight Entertainment along with Ian Torrance and Colonel Bob Tingle. He is the co-host of the Paperweight Entertainment podcast, a lifelong fan of comic books and comic related media and a firm believer that in the words of Qui Gon Jin, your focus determines your reality. And Ian Torrance Lawrence is the co-host of Paperweight Entertainment, Silver Screen Scoundrels, and the Horror You Know podcast. He is a big Batman fan, as well as a DC fan in general. He grew up watching animated shows like Batman, Spider-Man, and the X-Men, which really helped him with getting into comics and comics-related video games. Derek and Ian, welcome to the show.
1: How's it going, man?
0: Thanks for having us. Thank you for that amazing (laughs) intro, (laughs) Sean.
1: Is so much better than anything Ian's used to hearing. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't it.
2: gonna say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Ian's That's including my intros, so yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I, I get a lot of people that said that, you know, they feel like the the intro is like really good and, and honestly it's it's all what you guys really I'm just saying it out loud. <laughs> but I'm sure Ian you like feeling, you know, the fact that you're probably not getting knocked down <laughs> in the podcast show like you usually do on, on your uh, own. We <laughs> just started <so. laughs>
2: We've been here for 20 seconds Yeah, still plenty of time for me to get rolled over
0: Well, and and this is going to be interesting Because, you know, we were talking about uh, This before we started recording Both of you are feeling, you know, kind of you know, a little bit sick right now I'm just not feeling well right now. Mm. My trackpad on my computer is starting to spaz out. So this might be just like a hysterical holiday movie where like everything <laughs> that could go wrong is going wrong. And this will probably be the most entertaining episode that we'll ever have. <laughs> so uh well let's get started and i like to ask all of our guests that come on the show the same question um and derek we'll start with you and the question is what is your comic book origin story what was it that got you into it was it an event was it a person was it just a random you picked it up one day and absolutely fell in love with it um what is it that got
1: you into comics uh so what got me into comics like a lot of people of my age i was born in the mid 80s and is uh the the cartoons that we had growing up in the late 80s, early 90s, 9, 9, 9, 90s my stutter is coming so out. I wasn't laughing at
2: you saying, <laughs> like a lot of people my age, I was born in the nineties. <laughs> like, okay, we yeah, established that's, that's that backwards. I'm not feeling <laughs> well.
1: <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> you, Ian's getting feisty. We're not on I'm our sorry. show. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh. Like a lot of people that were born in the 80s, I grew up on 90s cartoons, and those cartoons mm-hmm. being, uh, you know, the Ninja Turtles, um, Iron Man is the big one, Captain or Captain America, um, Batman the Animated Series, Spider Man the Animated Series. Those are the ones I was trying to say. Uh, but the biggest one for me was Iron Man. Uh, you know, for anybody that's watching the video here, you can see a lot of Iron Man behind me. Um, he is my Favorite superhero of all time, and has been since I saw the first episode of Iron Man the animated series when I was nine years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, because anybody that listens to to our show knows that we're in a really small town, we did not have a comic book shop growing up. None of my family were into the comics in any way, shape, or form. Not even collecting, you know, trading cards. Nothing like that. Uh, So my entry was 100 percent from the TV shows and then the toys that came from those TV shows. I'm a big toy guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that was really what did it. And then I didn't start actually getting into comic books proper until I was in high school mm-hmm. um, because I had to get my own money to set up a direct to individual subscription through Marvel to get uh, Iron Man and Ultimate Spider-Man. Those were the first two subscriptions that I had. Oh, cool! So yeah, mostly the mostly the cartoons from the '90s is what what did it, and then I was kind of hooked ever since. How about you, Ian? It's very similar to to Derek. Uh,
2: like Derek, I was uh, I was born in the mid '80s, so we'd be around the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up watching pretty much uh, what he named it. I, not a lot of Iron Man because there there was there was only like a few seasons of of that, which I guess technically. Um, Batman, the animated series, uh, was, was huge for me. And then going into like the, the new adventures of Batman. But yeah, Derek's right. We didn't have a comic book store around here. You would get very lucky and every now and again when you'd go to Walmart they'd have this little like three pack of comics mm-hmm. and it would just be random comics like thrown in a three pack that they would just throw out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would get a few of those kind of growing up or like if we went out of town somewhere like to the mall or something. There'd be some random comics and I I'd, I'd, like I said, my experience was watching the cartoons like Derek. It was a uh, it was a Batman animated series. I did watch the Iron Man and and, and the animated Hulk series, but my main shows were Batman, the Spider Man the animated series, and X Men the animated series. Those are the ones I would watch religiously. I back then I actually liked the Fantastic Four show, but now it is hot garbage. I can't go back and watch that cartoon. <laughs> it did not age well at all. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's pretty much and then the toys. I had a lot of the, uh, which I still have some, but they're in pretty rough shape. I wish it would have like kept them pristine. but I had a lot of the, do uh, you guys remember the Batman the animated series, the Kenner series of uh, oh, all yeah. Those toys? Yeah. Oh yeah. So those are my, those are my favorite. And I just thought it was so funny. Cause I watched that cartoon religiously. I still watch it to this day. And there was like 14 different versions of Batman. Mm-hmm. It was like, the ninjutsu version, the, uh, armored truck version and all these things. I'm like, none of these are in the cartoon. So yeah. I don't know where any of this shit is coming from, Yeah, but, uh, but I had them and they were cool, the really cool toys. And, uh, to this day, um, like I said, I still get into that and I kind of reminisce on my childhood of like all those awesome toys. And as you can see, I've got some stuff in the background I started collecting because of, uh, uh there's this um this wrestler that I, I randomly started following. I don't know how familiar you guys are with wrestling but uh AEW has a guy named Danhausen. Okay. Danhausen is a huge toy collector and uh and then I started talking to Derek about it and then Derek of course collects toys. I don't know if you can notice back there. Uh <laughs> so he he kind of got me into the toy collecting too so um. Yeah. If 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 I didn't start when I was very young, uh, watching these shows and and collecting uh, all these awesome toys, I, I don't know if I would be the man I am today. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and I gotta say, I remember those toys that you're talking about with the different Batman armor suits and mm-hmm. everything, and I remember thinking, oh, I must have just not watched the episode where they had this in it, and that would be really cool to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people are disappointed by that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So Well, thank you both for sharing your comic book origin story um, So let's go ahead and dive right into the theme of this episode Which is Battle of the Holidays uh, Where we take a few holiday-related topics and discuss them And some of these are a little controversial as well uh, And before we get started, I want to share a couple things That One, some of these questions are coming from a BuzzFeed article called Let's Fight About Christmas, which I'll link in the show notes And the second thing is, I did send out a survey asking people um, their thoughts about some of these same questions as well. The problem is I've been so busy that I completely forgot to send it out until 45 minutes earlier. So well, right now we only have two people that responded, but I want to give them a shout out for doing this at the last minute. And that is uh, Darth Eakins, which it's Darth uh, underscore E-A-K-I-N-S. You can find him on TikTok. And the other person who responded is uh, I think Matt from Hops Geek News. Um, and you can find him on Twitter as well too. So thank you both for submitting the survey. Um, let's jump into the first question, and uh, Ian, I'm going to ask you this first. What okay. is your favorite holiday memory growing up?
2: Uh, back when I didn't hate Christmas and I was just a, a small child, um, I, so, so this is, this is sorry. a good
0: setup right now. So you tell me you hate Christmas. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you
2: knew that, but I actually love to
0: despise uh, Christmas. Oh I my gosh. I probably should have, I should have vetted you a little bit. <laughs> is this like the equivalent? Tell you. Yeah.
2: This is where I get to speak
0: my piece.
1: Let me tell you why I don't like
2: Christmas. I go on a twenty-minute rant. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I didn't know if you knew that or not. I actually I, I hate this holiday.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <remember>. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do I do like uh I do.
2: It's weird because like I like some movies, but I think it's because like I grew up watching these movies that we're gonna get into here in a little bit, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh, but favorite favorite holiday memory for me was uh again it's a Batman animated series related one. I I got. The Batman the Animated Series Batmobile, which is one of my favorite Batmobiles. Mm. I got that toy for Christmas. Awesome. And it was it was heartbreaking because I got it and it was it, it was defective. It was broke. So oh. we had to like return it. Yeah. And I was just heartbroken. And my dad, my mom and dad are like, we're getting you another one. It's okay. And I'm like, I need it now. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but it's the one like you could actually open the top and put uh somebody in it, and then the back like pops oh, out and it's yeah. wings that fly off or fly Yeah. Off plop off of it so that's one of my favorite measures having that thing because I I, I love that thing and I've played
0: with it all the time Uh huh. and I wish I still had it yeah I love that car too uh, yeah it was it was great yeah oh yeah well and everything about the anime series is just like so cool because mm-hmm. you can never tell if it's like supposed to take in place in the past or the future but it just it was just yeah. the design was so slick and that Batmobile is just so iconic but now that you brought that yeah, up right. I, I remember having that same one too and I completely <laughs> forgot about that I love that. Which
2: I've, I've I've looked into it recently, like on eBay and stuff. And there, I mean, you oh, can I'm, still get one in the box, but you're talking four
0: or $500 bare metal. Oh, easily. Yeah, I'm sure. No kidding. Worth it. But. Yeah, I know. Oh, and, and whoever, you know, still has those and selling those now, they were smart to do that. Like, I, I wish yeah.
2: <laughs> we would have thought of that you when we were, right. were kids. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. But I would have never <laughs> have had the self-control to be like, I'm just going to leave this box for, Thirty years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you all thought I was crazy, huh?
1: <laughs> Bought it for fifteen dollars. <laughs> How about you, Derek? Um, I, I have two, and I, I waffled back and forth, and I will leave the one that ends up a, a sad story for another time. Okay. Um. So we'll do the they'll do the happy one. Um. <laughs> the, it, it was a happy story, but it just yeah circumstances surrounding it afterwards um after the uh, the re-release of star wars the special editions came out mm-hmm. um that i i, I love star wars since i was a little kid but um that was when i actually like i got to go to the theater and watch star wars for the first time because we were in that weird period where there was no prequels yet right. and so i went and saw all the star wars movies in theater in the in the theaters those years that two years that those came out or one year, whatever it was. And uh, that Christmas, my, uh, my grandparents um, were really, really pretty well off. And I got really lucky that if there was a toy line related to a movie that was coming out like around a holiday or my birthday, they would get a lot of it and, Mm -hmm. and, and give it to me. So I got in, in one Christmas that, that all those came out, I got the full size millennium Falcon, Oh, I got an X-Wing. Nice. Yeah. I got Luke, Leia, Vader, the Emperor, Yoda, uh, Han, the Stormtrooper, Luke, and Han. Mm-hmm. Um, a Micro Machines, Millennium Falcon, which was amazing. If you've never seen it, do yourself a favor, favor and Google the, uh, the, the 90s, like Power of the Force era, um, Millennium Falcon micro-machines. It was so cool. Uh, it came with little Minox, and the, all the little things would open up, and it was just really, really cool. Um, but, yeah, so for that one Christmas, I got almost an entire collection of Star Wars toys that I then threw away when I was 18 years old because I'm an idiot. Uh, but <laughs> that's, that's not like a good surprisingly, time, doesn't it? That's not the sad story, although it is related to the other one. But, yeah, so that was, my, uh, that was the one that always stands out to me because yeah. – As a huge Star Wars nerd, all of a sudden I had everything I could ever want to play with. Right. Just just at my finger. It was amazing.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think it's, you know, talking about you getting rid of your toys when you're 18. I think when we were growing up, we didn't really know a lot of adults that still had those classic Mm -hmm. toys or even, you know it was, it was even a thing for people to do mm-hmm. in terms of like collecting. Like I know people collected them, but they were more like right. hardcore collectors or people who are investing, you know, to sell them off or like museums or, you know, major mm-hmm. collectors have money and things like that. And now it's become a little bit more, uh, acceptable for people to, uh, to collect those toys and have them. And, you know, people don't look, really look at, at them as, as weird people for having those things as such mm-hmm. a, you know, uh, Uh, older age and everything. And so I think when you look around when we were growing up, we just didn't have that sort of experience or um, that kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? That social norm that, you know, having toys beyond a certain age was fine because it was kind of seen differently or anything like that. It was just more of, you know, if you were still this age and you still had toys, you know, people will start, you know, making fun of you or, or, you know, start looking at you weird and all that. So yeah, right. Yeah. And I
1: will say that even though I, I got rid of all those in a in in a the, it was the biggest mistake that I'd made, like for years, I beat myself up about that immediately uh, after I got rid of them, I felt awful. Um, and I made a video about this, I think, last May the 4th on on TikTok that um, my wife's grandfather, who's passed away since. um uh, about a year before he passed away said hey go down to the barn and go up in the loft there's a couple of tubs up there i want you to bring down right and so i went up and there were three tubs full of that power of the force 2 line of star wars toys oh wow and refilled in the package still and refilled almost my entire collection oh Plus some wow things that i never had no kidding so a man that arguably didn't like me ever <laughs> Because he was not my biggest fan. Um mm. Actually, did like one of the nicest things that anyone's ever done for me. So it was, oh, it was pretty nice. Tasty. And he 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 collected those when they came out. He would go. He, he traveled from town. That he was a Marine. He was a, a fire marshal. And so whenever he was traveling, he would buy things that were on sale. Right. And if it was something that was big. And so he happened to have this giant collection, not knowing at all that he would. I mean, we're talking he did that when those were coming out. So a good. Gosh, ten years before my wife and I even started dating. Oh yeah, and so it's it it was a wild, incredible
0: twist of fate. Oh, that's cool. That's a great story. Hey, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. For me, um, this is kind of a double ender in terms of um, my favorite moments uh, of or holiday memories going up. Is one is. My family and I would always get a live Christmas tree to put in our house. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if you all growing up or still now um, get a live
1: tree or not. Do you? We we always did growing up. I don't now because it's just the the hassle of all the kids and everything. It's just a lot simpler. I don't have a lot of time during the holidays. So we unfortunately do the fake tree. And I'm sure Ian takes time to decorate a tree during Christmas, don't you?
2: Not even in the slightest. Um, <laughs> when I was a kid growing up, uh, the first like 11, 12 years of my life, we lived uh, on a 350-acre farmhouse. So uh-huh. we would like go out and, and cut down a tree usually. Right. yeah. And yeah. Um, if, if we couldn't, they always made sure like we had a live tree. And then after that, uh, it was usually a, a fake tree for for, um, for, the, for the rest of my uh life that i actually celebrated christmas which I, I i haven't really i've lived alone for the past six seven years now and i don't think i've ever had a tree uh in that six seven years that i can remember gotcha uh, when, when i was when i was married uh she always put the tree up and um i would help it, but it was just like why are we why are we doing this right <laughs> well, Gotcha. This, this is a lot of work to take down.
0: In a, in a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was that was kind of the hassle, especially when it's, you know, almost a month and then you have to take it down and all that. I, I think that's why people are celebrating it, you know, earlier than Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And so they mm-hmm. kind of justify being able to have it up longer, not have to, you know take it down so quickly and everything so
2: yeah and I think if I had kids it'd be different I think if uh, I had kids I would definitely do it for my kids if if that's what they wanted to do right because even though like I don't fully believe in in what Christmas is about and how we go about celebrating it Uh I still wouldn't want personally this isn't a knock on anybody that does this but me personally I wouldn't want to deprive my kids of that when they go to other people's houses and friends houses or even like school or whatever and see all this and think like, whoa, that's all cool. Why can't I do that? Right. Just right. because their dad is a Scrooge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, at least, yeah. I mean, honestly, the fact that you're willing to do that though, tells me you're not a Scrooge, you know, like, <laughs> well, <laughs>
3: bom,
2: bom, not that level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I would definitely look at it from a different perspective if I was in an uh, alternate situation. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. So I, me growing up, I always got a, a live tree and we did that all the way through when my wife and I got married and then we we did the um, I think we did a live tree for a while then now just like you did we got an artificial tree that we put up which I absolutely as much as I love live trees I prefer that just for a number of reasons the biggest reason is that it's cheaper that way like Mm -hmm. you know getting a Christmas tree can you know easily be at minimum $50 and so if you get a Artificial tree, you pretty much got your money's worth after you know two or three years, depending on what kind mm-hmm. you get. But, mm-hmm. but I absolutely love that. That's expensive. They do, yeah, yeah. Especially you know, depending on what kind you get and everything. But, mm-hmm. but that was one of my favorite things of growing up for Christmas is going out and getting mm-hmm. the tree at a tree farm and then putting up the tree um, and decorating it. And then the other thing I always enjoyed, um, you know, I always remember Christmas Eve. I would go to my grandparents' house with all my cousins. Um, Christmas Eve evening after we went to mass with uh, my mom's side of the family. And then on Christmas day, we went with my dad's side of the family. So, um, so those are my favorite memories growing up. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was going to share what our people who submitted their responses um, had said. But as I mentioned before, my trackpad is now in the middle of dying on me and is not moving, so I can't even see what they have shared. So once the trackpad starts working again, I will open it up and kind of disrupt the whole episode and, and share it real quick. Uh, but in the meantime, we'll have to go to our next question, which I got to look up on my phone now because, again, uh, my, my trackpad is not working, so I got to figure out. Oh, okay, so the next question is, we kind of talked about this a little bit. So if you're just like, yeah, we answered this, you know, it's not different than the other one. Let me know. But your favorite holiday present when you were a kid. I mean, is it pretty much just what you, what, what you said? I would
2: say for me would probably be the same. I mean, yeah. I, I don't, but I, that's the thing. Like, I had so many cool toys in my mind growing up that I don't remember if they were Christmas presents or not, if they were just birthday or just because I was an awesome child. Um, <laughs> the last part was sarcasm for those of you that couldn't pick up on that. Uh, I had this really good, I can't remember when I got it, but I had this really, my other favorite toy uh, was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated series. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the techno drone on there. I had a real life, like big techno drone that right. I opened up and you can put stuff in. And uh, yeah. I might have stolen it from my brother. I don't remember who it belonged to. <laughs> we, we were three years apart. So whatever I had, he took and whatever he had, I wasn't allowed to play with. But it it would be like one of those situations that... Uh, that back then you knew who owned what and who had what. But like now, like uh I am somehow I've got a box in the other room full of um old toys. And again, it's not even half of what we had. Mm-hmm. But now I'll like take them out and be like, I don't even remember who if this was mine or his at this point. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of I had a lot of cool toys. So I don't I don't remember. But if, if it did get that at Christmas, that would be my my runner up to my Batmobile. No
0: kidding. I, I didn't have I the would, techno drum, but I had the Ninja Turtle van that was I had the van too. Yeah. That van was awesome. Yeah, that would kick out to the side. You had the little action figure that would do that. Yeah. I yeah. would shot
1: the pizzas, right? Like the discs yes. of pizza. Yes. Yeah, yeah from the front so and everything. Cool. Oh yeah. Yes. yeah. I love that thing. <laughs> I don't think that was a Christmas present for me, but I did have that. I don't remember when I got it. Uh-huh. I had so many Ninja Turtle toys, it was hard to hard to hard to remember when I got them all. But I will say that I'll I'll throw in another uh, Christmas present and it was actually a stocking stuffer, which I can't remember if it's on the list of stocking stuffers. Mm -hmm. Um, But every year when I was a kid, we used to get this little book and it wasn't an actual book. It was a little cardboard book and it was just full Of 10 rolls of lifesavers like old school lifesavers that were still the hard candy that came Mm -hmm. in a little roll Mm -hmm. and i chubby little me look forward to that every single year i knew it would be in my stocking i always got excited about it and i ate through at least three or four of those rolls of uh of lifesavers before we even got to dinner
3: that's
2: (laughs) that's
1: great i just think it's funny that all year long your parents didn't get you (laughs) lifesavers (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't that i couldn't have lifesavers all year long it was that it came in a little like literally it was a box it's it like a little it book looked, it looked, it yeah it looked yeah. like a book that would stuff it. oh i loved yeah. them and there were different kinds and different flavors they like oh they were the best to,
2: stuck to it right
1: like yes. the rolls were actually stuck to mm-hmm. that yeah oh, oh man. yeah i loved it <laughs> it was my favorite look i'm 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 a large man i'm a big guy and i like candy so nobody's nobody's, nobody's scrapping
2: on you for liking I, food. I No, not at all
0: it. <laughs> Well, I mean, especially holidays Like, You are a lot to do that, you know Like, Everybody oh, loves, yeah. loves the food and holiday candy I'm a sucker for anything that's holiday related My wife would would joke around and say that If um, anybody just made anything that they usually make You know, and just slapped the word Christmas on it I would buy in and eat it Because <laughs> just the fact that it said Christmas on it So I totally get that
2: well, Derek, was it was it just the lifesavers, or did you get the uh like the assorted candy canes too that were different, like they were like holiday flavors? We would get the assorted, flavor, but they'd be like strawberry, cherry, right? Green.
1: I, we would get the assorted candy canes, but I didn't care about them. I was I was all about the lifesavers. Yeah, I was like a, I was like a little gremlin over in the corner of the living room, sitting by the fireplace. Which would you mushed. take,
3: Johannes? <laughs> no,
1: oh my gosh, my my older sister. um, Even though she is almost a foot shorter than me, would have broken my fingers if I tried (laughs) to take her lifesavers. We didn't play (laughs) around with her. She'd be sitting right next to me, and we would be like a wood chipper, just double fisting like sleeves of lifesavers. Just, just need one more hit. Just (laughs) one more. (laughs) Just give me another sleeve. Just in a, just in a, like a sugar coma by uh
2: they were good they were, they were good lifesavers like i have this conversation all the time with people about like not just like it, candy from my childhood all the time and uh, mm-hmm. i started to see uh like lifesaver like the cream savers come
3: back recently oh yeah cream oh my got, oh, yeah. god
2: i can eat a whole bag of that one sitting that's not an accomplishment but i'm not trying <laughs> <how> to brag <laughs> But I just think, think about that all the time, like uh, they had like uh, there was a picture on Facebook the other day. Do you guys remember the Santa Claus suckers? They were red and then the oh, white yeah. face was painted. I know you're talking am. about. Yeah. I, and it's funny because like the way the human brain works, at least mine, it's not up to par, in my opinion, uh, to what it should be, is you forget about all that until you see like pictures. You're like, oh, wait, I forgot all about that. I forgot I used
0: to eat those by the bushel. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, for me, growing up, there was one year where I got, um, you know, just this great present. I, I always got great presents from my parents, but there was one that I really enjoyed. And that was when I went through this era of like, I was just so obsessed with the movies Home Alone and Home Alone 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I got the talk boy. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> you the talk boy. <laughs> but what, you that know, was the coolest thing ever. I know. And what's interesting though, is that the one I got wasn't exactly the same one that they use in the movie because you know how Kevin McAllister used it to slow down his voice to make it sound like he's mm-hmm. an adult. Mine mm.
1: didn't have that. And really? I had one that did have that. It, it didn't sound nearly as good as there, the movie. but there must be there.
0: like different versions that they had or something because right. mine did not have slow. It was just, you know, I think off on recording mode, basically. Um, and then I remember asking my dad, I was like, I can't figure out like how to do slow-mo cause there's not a setting on it or anything. And then my dad who, you know, when you're a kid, like your parents always know everything and all that. And my dad, like to his, uh, credit, he does know a lot about a lot of stuff, especially when it comes to, you know, technology, at least at that time, I'm helping him with all his technology stuff now, but <laughs> technology cars, you know, anything, you know, mechanical, all that, like he knows pretty much everything about it. Um, By the time, like, I don't think he knew, but he was like, I'm going to try to figure this out. So his solution was when you hit record, like, press down on the tape really hard on the outside. So that way it slows (laughs) down the spinning of it. I tried that. It never oh, worked. Geez, <laughs> act, is, credit card? Yeah. Go, yeah. <laughs> but I used that thing for like three or four years just to record stuff. You know, it was just so much fun. And then the other present I got that same year was I got the Home Alone book bag. Did you two ever remember that?
1: Mm-mm. No, I don't know the Home Alone book bag.
0: So it's the same one that he used in Home Alone 2 that has like that tan a uh, look that has like a little flap that with the straps and everything like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I know what you're yeah. About. So it's that same bag, but it has like home alone two on it. And the really cool thing about this was that if you, Turn on the system that's inside, like if someone opens it with that thing on, it like lets out a loud Kevin Mcallister scream as its alarm system, basically, so it was a lot of fun just to play around with that and just like unbuckle it and hear a scream, so like no one ever took my stuff. I'm just like unbuckling it and put' back in and
2: <laughs> I've never heard I never knew that was a thing. I never knew that was
0: an actual uh uh, product that was sold. I was the only person I knew that had that, <laughs> to be honest. My guess is there's only a handful of people that actually bought that. <laughs> so, um, well, real quick, let's. I'm going to attempt on my phone to get the answers that um, Darth Eakins and Hops Geeks News submitted. So let's go back to um, the first question about the favorite holiday memory going up. Darth Eakins said, seeing Santa. And he said his favorite holiday present going up was getting his Nintendo Entertainment System, which. Oh, NES. solid. Was great. Yes. Yeah, solid. <laughs> I, I think no one can argue with that, right? And then uh, Hops Geeks News said their favorite um, memory growing up was the family get together at their house every year. And his favorite holiday present growing up was PlayStation 2. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, another solid choice. Another one. It is. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, you know, gaming systems don't cost as much as they you know do now. But, you know, they they were expensive back then. Just, they you know, how they are now. And so that was probably the big gift of the year that a kid could get. And so everybody remembers that when they got that for their uh, Christmas present.
1: And they were also really hard to come across, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, two where the one. The PlayStation remember, Two is really hard to come I, across. I
2: now that you mentioned I do remember getting a PS one
1: for Christmas. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we got a I'm Sega Genesis not. for Christmas. My sister and I did. Yeah. But with the with the scarcity of uh video game consoles back in the in the nineties and early two thousands, uh. you just had to know a guy. That was that was how my I'll never forget. I remember my dad t- picking me up and this is a sidetrack. I apologize, but I'm already here now. So here we go. Uh, I remember my dad like getting me and throwing me in the, in his uh, truck. And I was four, maybe five years old. Uh-huh. I think I was five. And he, I was like, where are we going? He goes, don't worry about it. And so we went, on like some country road there's like someone, denied, someone like of he found he found somebody that had an NES for sale and so we bought it from some dude like in a shack out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and then one day he came home from work with a PlayStation 2 when they came out mm-hmm. I was like where did you get this he said I bought it out of a guy's trunk I was like I, I think this is stolen what are you doing man pre-facebook well, I had marketplace by the
2: railroad tracks <laughs> yeah. I had to go to a back alley there was a man standing
1: over a barrel of fire I was like where did you get this he said oh a guy." A Guy at work. He had it in his trunk. I was, did he have a lot of them? Yeah, he had a couple. <laughs> God. There's a said, I can't buy them there. in store.
0: Yeah. I, I see we Walmart. Yeah, we had um, you know, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and PlayStation. I don't I don't know if we ever got it as a Christmas present though. I I, mm-hmm. I feel like I would have remembered that, but maybe my one of my brothers got it and it would just end up being a family thing or something like that. I don't know. Right. But but yeah, I mean those are always you know huge presents, so yeah. Um, moving on favorite holiday movies Derek I'll kick it off to
1: you what's your favorite holiday movie uh, number one is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation I have already watched that movie four times yeah. this month <laughs> um, and I will probably watch it at least one more time runner up uh, Fred Claus surprisingly enough and uh, and maybe Elf because Elf and Fred Claus both make me sob and weep uncontrollably because I'm a big crier and they're very sentimental at the end Right, but Christmas Vacation is a classic. Ian and I have been quoting that movie for the last 20 years. <laughs> like, just, just it doesn't have to be Christmas and time. Not even Christmas <laughs> time. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. random <laughs> of the year. Surprise. It's Clark. a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> but yeah, yeah if I
0: woke Christmas- up in the
2: morning with my head stabled to the carpet. I couldn't
0: be more surprised than <laughs> I am right now.
1: But yeah, I, I love Christmas Vacation. I think that it is, un- I won't say underrated because people like it a lot, but I, I did a, uh, I did a a video for why I think it's the best, and um, um, people people forget that it's got a lot of heart to it. Like it's got a lot of laugh out loud moments, but it's a it's a really good story and a a story of a man just trying his best to give his family the Christmas that he thinks they deserve. Right, and right. I love it. I love that movie.
0: I'll I'll be honest. Uh, I'm not a fan of Christmas Vacation. <laughs> All right, well, I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> not not that I hate it by any means. Right, it just. Uh, if I went through a Christmas, not watching it, I would be okay with it. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, we watched it last night because every year uh, our friends would get together and do like an all day Christmas movie marathon. And that's always one that everybody watches. I remember, you know, I think that was probably the one movie where I was probably on my phone a lot, just because I, it just didn't hold interest for me. And I don't know if part of it's just like, I've never really been a huge fan of Chevy chase or there's just a lot of just, I guess, weird Mm -hmm. moments for me or whatever that, Um, I'm not sure, but it's just, it, it, like I said, I don't hate it. Like there's definitely like what you said, some really good sentimental parts. There's actually some really good cinematography and, and Mm -hmm. really interesting uh, ways that they, that they filmed it and stuff like that. It's just not been one of the ones I've been interested in. The other one you mentioned,
1: Fred Claus. I remember I tried watching it once I fell asleep. (laughs) It's, It's good. I would recommend trying it out again. It was one that I didn't expect to be any good, but I'm a big Vince Vaughn fan. And uh, it's a little weird watching it now because Kevin Spacey's kind of the villain in it, kind of like he is in real life. So, uh, <laughs> say, A little little off, but uh, I, I would recommend it if anybody yeah. hasn't seen it. I'd give it a shot.
0: Okay.
1: okay. Ian, what about you? Christmas Vacation is in my
2: my top Uh, Another A few um, Which is weird for a man that hates Christmas But I grew up watching that Uh, Jingle All The Way is actually in my top Uh, Obviously I watched Home Alone 1 and 2 I wish they would have made more after that But they didn't They stopped at (laughs) 1 and (laughs)
3: 2
2: And that is a little <laughs> fact, actually. There's a common misconception about five of them. Um, the, the Mandela but, uh, effect, right? Like, people
0: think right, It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, crazy.
2: Do not Google to see if this is true. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Jingle All The Way is up there. I actually have one that I've been watching the past, like, four or five years now. And mm-hmm. it's actually um, it's a horror comedy Christmas movie. And it's called
0: Better Watch Out. Oh, nice! I I am not a fan of of holiday horror movies, so I will not a fan
2: at all. Like Grandpa's nothing like that. Nothing.
0: The only exception, which and I'm sure we'll probably talk about this now since I bring it up, is and it's not horror. And I think you actually said this in your show. I, I listened to you guys' podcast about this movie, Violent Night. It's, yeah, it's a it's an action holiday movie. It, right. I, I know some people describe it as kind of horror. I didn't think it was horror at all, um, but it's definitely like a, a gory. You know, it's it's a die hard mm-hmm. movie, but Santa Claus is the star instead of Bruce Willis. You know, and so, um, yeah. So I would say, like, if someone classifies as that, like I w- I'm okay with that. But generally speaking, I am not a fan of of Christmas horror movies. No, so
2: I don't mind them. Um I think they're they're decent. Uh, mm-hmm. This this one was just like there was there was a lot going on. It just it's 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 up there for me. But uh, yeah, uh, my top two are Christmas Vacation, Jingle All the Way. I, I this is another thing that you may not know. Well, if you listen to our show, you you may you may have heard me say over and over, Christmas Story is an abomination to me. <laughs> I I do not like that movie at all. I, hate it. I hated <laughs> the fact that it was on every year. Yeah. Uh, we would always meet every year. We met at my grandma's, you know, growing up and, until I was a young adult. And every year they, she would have the Christmas movies on and that movie always played. And I'm like, can we, there's other movies on. Can we switch the channel? <laughs> and I don't care how many times we watch watched Miracle on 34th street. This like, let's, let's watch it again.
0: Yeah. So uh, to watch Christmas story. So it's not my favorite movie, but it's my family's favorite movie. We watched it growing up and everything. Christmas story. Mm -hmm. Uh, We went to the Christmas story museum when it opened up in Cleveland. Like our family is like really into it. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. Again, this is why it's called Battle of the kidding. Holidays. <laughs> it was it was my
1: dad's favorite. We watched it every single year. Yeah. I, I still love Christmas Story, but we did watch it. We were the ones that had it on. We, we would go to my grandma's house as well, mm-hmm. and she had a TV in the living room, a TV in the kitchen, and a TV in the family room. And also I think a TV like in the back of the house somewhere and all four of them were playing a Did, Christmas you <laughs> in that, like,
2: that little like off dining room area over there
1: where you, no, you it was step the, down. No, it was uh, the TV in the kitchen was on a little swivel. And so it would oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. go back and forth. Oh, okay. I gotcha. So you could turn it whichever way you wanted to, but either way they were never, they were always on the same channel, uh-huh. but there was always a little bit of a different delay. Mm-hmm. So you would hear from one room to the other, the same line be repeat repeated like three times. It yeah. Was, so, yeah, I don't watch it as often now because of that, but I still enjoy it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and like I said, it's a family favorite. I It's one of those things, again, like if I don't watch it, I would probably be OK with it just because I watched it so much growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was definitely a, a family staple growing up. Like we had it on the 24 Hours TNT channel. Um, christmas Eve all the way through christmas day and and my mom thought it would be really great to go you know on Christmas Day and have dinner at a Chinese restaurant like they did in Christmas story and mm-hmm. I think she was expecting it to be exactly like that, it's but
1: smiling at me
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um my favorite movies for the holidays there's I'm gonna say there's two that's tied and there's one that's creeping up there right now uh the my two favorite are elf. And A Muppet's Christmas
1: Carol. Oh, I love A Muppet's Christmas Carol. Yes.
0: And A Muppet's Christmas Carol has a lot of nostalgia for me because I actually remember seeing that when I was a kid in theaters. And I went with my cousins who I, you know, did a lot of things with my cousins um, all the time because we were close in age and we lived pretty close to each other. And so I love going to movies with them. And I remember vividly that I saw that movie with them at the movie theater that we go to all the time. It would just end up being my favorite holiday movie ever so those two are tied but one that's starting to creep up there that there might be a three-way tie is um the new movie that came out on apple tv called spirited with ryan reynolds and will ferrell i still haven't
1: watched it yeah neither one of us have apple tv we're gonna have to do the,
3: uh,
1: <laughs> we're gonna have to do the free trial and actually sit down and watch it because i've heard nothing but good things about it yeah
2: yeah i you know i never watched polar express Oh, that's okay. You're, you're good. <laughs> oh, really?
1: Yeah, you're, I mean,
2: <laughs> you two are the only two people that have ever like, uh, given me a pass for that. Usually everybody's like, oh, that's Sorry. the greatest movie of all time. Got a great, ah, great that's soundtrack. a soundtrack.
1: Music, music's beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all you need. Just got a good Josh Groban song. Why well, I don't feel so bad now.
0: <laughs> that's the one where the book is definitely much better than the film. Um, Yeah.
1: It's just that Except for the Goose Stepping Elves, that was a little weird at the end of that book.
0: Yeah, a little bit. But I mean, even then, it's like the, the movie got like it, it got drawn out a lot from yeah. just to kind of make it a film, you know. And uh I think it's just because of who got involved with it and everything like that. That's why mm-hmm. it, it was what the way it was. It was okay. It's just I don't think it was as great as everybody thinks it is. And I think part right. of it was just that um, hype because the book was so good that they thought the movie was good, you know? So
2: Derek, Derek, did you say
1: Josh Groban did the soundtrack? He did the, 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 the big, like marquee song. The uh, believe is what Derek is Derek it's will Tell
2: you my Christmas. Josh Groban story.
1: Oh my gosh. I wanna know now. I don't I don't know that I've heard this story. So when watch your at, mouth about Josh Groban. I'm a No, fan. no, 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 no. I'm also no. <laughs> a fan. And
2: I don't know if you ever watched uh he was in a show on Netflix and only had one season. Tony Danza was his father. He was phenomenal in it. He was great as Andy's brother in the he office. He was great in the office, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so Bye, tuna, by Pam. <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
2: I worked out in uh, at Walmart in the Garden Center, and this was close to probably 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was out there, and when you first like walked in, off to the right, we had this uh, uh, section set up, and, and there was a CD player over there, and they wanted uh, Christmas music playing at all times. Okay, mm-hmm. so there was a there's a Josh Groban CD. And somebody put it in, and I and I don't mind it, but it starts, it was skipping really bad. It was just skipping horribly. Right. And at first I thought, is that just how he sings? I don't remember him <laughs> sounding like that. And I started listening, I'm like, no, no, it's definitely skipping. So I go take it out, put a different CD in. Uh-huh. Now I'm pretty sure that I'm one of the only people working out here at the time. And I go back out uh, through the double doors out to the outside patio section, do something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd walk back in and no bullshit. I'd come back in and I'd hear Josh Grubin over there. Oh, I'm like, I took that out. Who came out here and put that back in? So I go over there. Cause it started skipping again. I go over, take it out. I look around. I'm like, who's out here. And I look around the corner and I don't see anybody. I changed CDs and go up. This happens two more times. <laughs> I walk out, and come back in, and somebody's put Josh Groban back in. And to this day,
1: never knew who was fucking with him. It was Josh Groban. Yeah. <laughs> was, he just was. goes to Walmarts around rural Indiana <laughs> at you. Christmas time. That's what he does. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I don't, know you. What, yeah. I don't
0: know what you were thinking. <laughs> um, other listeners. So as we were talking, we have somebody that has submitted a response to the survey. So I'm going to go back and. Kind of read their so responses, so we kind of early in doing
2: that to me. Finally, on this, <laughs> say it what?
0: Me?
2: I said, is it is it finally the culprit behind the Josh Groban CD debacle?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, Darth Eakin said his favorite holiday movie is It's a Wonderful Life, which I know that's a lot of people's favorite one. It's it's not mine. It's not a bad movie. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, yeah, I, I think it was good classy. for what it was. Yeah. Um. And then well, you should see. Yeah. And then um, Hops Geeks News said that their favorite is Jingle All the Way. And then Nefarious Nightmare Podcast submitted theirs. And um, going back to what they had said, their favorite holiday memory going up is watching the Christmas lights on the tree. Uh, They didn't know what it was about, old 1980s Christmas lights, but they were magical. I think probably because Mm -hmm. the lights were... A lot, you know, brighter than what we have in LEDs now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite holiday pro- present going up was rocking horse when they were little. Nine inch nail shirts, posters, and full discography when they were a teen. And then their favorite holiday movie was Home Alone and A Christmas Story. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, next question is favorite holiday song. Um, I think Derek, you went first last time, so Ian, you'll you'll yep. be up. Not huge
2: into Christmas music. However, I have a special place in my heart for Mariah Carey. So anything off the Mariah Carey Christmas album, the original one.
0: Nice. I'm I'm there for. So so you got to be a a fan of All I Want for Christmas is You? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) It's funny because at work, they'll play like all these songs. I hear them like 20 times a day. It'll be like the same songs over and over. Yeah. They'll play that song like maybe once every two days. It's starting to pick up a little bit more now. Right. They're for like the first month we listen to Christmas music. Uh it wasn't playing at all. And I was complaining. I was asking for Corporate's <laughs> number. I was like, what is that? why? The one song I like doesn't get played. Right. Yeah.
0: Well my my guess is because it's such a controversial song, like not controversial necessarily, but people either love it or they hate it. Mm-hmm. And so they probably didn't want to I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <drown out. laughs>
1: so much. So they're probably like being, so
0: you know, conservative with like how often they play it and and mm-hmm. making people upset by it, you know. <laughs>
1: Derek, your favorite holiday songs. So anything by Mariah Carey gets skipped immediately <laughs> when I'm when I'm listening to Christmas a music. Blasphemy! But that's okay. <laughs> it's, awful. it's such a I terrible accept, song. I accept you for your flaws. It's hey, <laughs> you, okay. I you, you, it.
2: you said anything Mariah Carey, which means you hate all of
1: them. <laughs> no, 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 all of her Christmas songs. I have no problem with Mariah Carey. She's got a wonderful discography. No, I'm saying, like, but the, you don't the, the like Christmas, music the Christmas songs? No. Why? I don't know. Maybe because I hate all I want for Christmas so much that I'm afraid that the other ones are going to be just as bad.
0: I I mean, I mean, honestly, it's, it's so popular that it's one of those things where it just gets ingrained in your mind. I think people can get sick of it pretty easily because of that, you know? I but get I'm just it. saying,
2: like if she if she's singing, she just she goes, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you nope,
0: because you because you immediately go to yes, all I, I want, want for Christmas.
2: It's <laughs> like she should really psych everybody out. The whole album should have been her starting like
3: Rudolph the.
2: I so buy that She just album. should have like, rickrolled everybody in the entire yeah. album. You know what? If she did,
1: i I buy it too. Would just, she deserved more. it. She <laughs> deserves that respect. But Marketing as far as music, idea,
2: Mariah. Marketing <laughs> idea.
1: As, as far welcome. as Christmas music that I actually like, um, my favorite traditional Christmas song is um, Do You Hear What I Hear? I know that's kind uh. of a weird one. That's kind of a weird one, but it was it was my dad's favorite, and and so I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. for anybody that doesn't know, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners don't, the reason I bring up my dad constantly is because he actually died around Christmas. Right. That was one of the sad stories, mm-hmm. so a lot of the things that I love so much about Christmas time are things that he loved, Right. and so do you hear what I hear was his favorite Christmas song, so it always makes me happy, makes me think of him, so I really enjoy that, however... Um, I'm a big fan of Michael Buble and almost reason.
3: This is a tale!
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm a real big fan of a dude just screaming as loud as he can in the microphone. That would really make a lot of people mad.
3: <laughs>
2: Michael Bolton is trying to sing outside of everybody's house. He's
3: screaming
1: through the window.
3: Go, Michael Bolton, get out of here. <laughs>
1: But uh, I'm a big fan of Michael Buble. I really like his the, his Christmas albums that he's put out. And so pretty much anything that he does. Yeah. Um, th- my favorite, actually, one is is probably <sighs> the one I sing the most often when I'm having a terrible day at work is Silver Bells. Oh, there Michael you go. Buble's, Silver Bells or pretty much any of them. But Michael Buble has the best. He is a really good one. All yeah. of them. God,
2: yeah, man. You, my- <laughs> you just you. You made me so sad, and I was hoping you were going to say, "My dad used to sing this to me every night
0: before." <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to leave and come into your house now and just hug you. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's funny is my wife loves Michael Bublé's uh, Christmas album as well too. But uh, do you hear He's what? He's a I
2: national th- treasure. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Well, and it's in and his album is really good. Um, yeah. What? But the thing when you said about do you hear what I hear? I personally. Hate that song because it's in Gremlins, and I hate Gremlins. <laughs> oh, I love Gremlins you hate so much. I do. I think it's just because when I watch it, when I was a kid. Like again, I think this is actually we probably diagnose why I don't like horror Christmas films is because Gremlins <laughs> is set around Christmas. I did yeah, not. That's right. I love Christmas as a kid and like seeing monsters you know like you know killing people or or whatever that was happening in that movie during christmas really ruined it for me and that was the song that they were playing in that one scene that just kept mm-hmm. playing on on the record yep. and everything um so i just i cannot listen to that song without thinking of gremlins and so i just it's one of my most hated songs as well too i'm
2: actually glad i have a question for you yeah Sean, uh, we've had this debate, not argument, debate several times between me and Derek and, and Colonel Bob and on the horror, you know, podcast with the other guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, in your opinion, what qualifies a movie as a Christmas movie is a Christmas movie to you, a movie that is takes place around Christmas or is it actually centered around Christmas? Because you brought up Gremlins, which is a movie that takes place around Christmas time. Right, right. right. So, I, is it fair to say that's like a horror Christmas comedy movie? And and again, like and and it's weird how these genres work. As it's labeled as a horror movie, I wouldn't even consider a *Gremlins* a horror movie.
0: Yeah, and it and it, it, it's traditionally not, you know. And I think that's one of those things where it's like it just falls under those genres, but kind of. Fringed a little bit because it doesn't right. necessarily go into it, um, but I actually want to save that question and answer for later for another question okay. because I think that's going to come up. Sorry. No, 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 no. That's only, that's <laughs> totally fine. So, um, but my my favorite song for the holidays is honestly again going back to Spirited. Spirited is creeping up there. Like I've been listening to that album constantly uh, because it's such a, like it's it reminds you of like a Broadway musical, the kinds of music mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm a musical theater kind of guy um, so that's getting up there but my favorite is always anything from Straight No Chaser especially Indiana Christmas I
1: love that song it's such, such a good song
0: such a great song and the fact that you know we're all from Indiana the fact that there's a holiday song that has the <laughs> state name in it I think is just really cool mm-hmm. and so, but it's a really nice uh, I feel like it's a really moving like soothing song and, and I absolutely love that it's one of my favorite holiday songs of the year so um our listeners said their favorite holiday song. Darth Eakin said, Do they know it's Christmas? Uh I forget. I know it's like, like oh, Band Aid, right? Isn't that what it was
1: yeah, called? Band-Aid. I think it's Band Aid, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um and then Hops Geeks News said Jingle Bell Rock. And then uh Nefarious uh Nightmare said let me find it. Oh Holy Night. So those are their favorite songs. Oh Holy Night is um because I went to, you know. Christmas mask going up. That was always
1: like a common song to hear. So I grew up hearing that one all yeah, the time. I, I used to sing that every Christmas Eve, we had a Christmas Eve service at church mm-hmm. and I did that song every single year for 15 years. And now I can't, I can't anymore. I can't do it. I, I got <laughs> Like you. It's, it's a beautiful song. I love that song, especially with, like the Josh Groban version of it, but man, yeah. I can't, I can't, I, I can barely <laughs> listen. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Gotcha all right, next question favorite holiday decoration, Derek, you can go first.
1: oh gosh, um, my favorite one when I was a kid i'll I'll split it up that way. We used to have these decorative santa mugs mm-hmm. and they were like uh you know, it was just like Santa's face, and he had the top of his hat and then the the little uh the little dangle thing I don't know what that's called, but the little. Floppity part the, <laughs> the, this part the top, really top part, the, 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 the top of it flap. the floppy top yeah, it the, the floppy top <laughs> like curled around and attached at the bottom and that was the mug and we had those and it was one of those things where i don't even know where we got them i don't know if they were my parents my grandparents or what but they were out every single christmas mm. and i remember thinking that okay now it's christmas time because the santa mugs are out right um if it's now i've got a um a hallmark Ornament that I put up every year that has my favorite quote from my favorite scene from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's um, the scene where Obi Wan gives Luke Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah, and you click through the button and the lightsaber lights up. Luke's holding it out in front of him, and uh, they're in his hut. And you hear Obi Wan saying, "Your father wanted you to have this when you were old enough, but your uncle wouldn't allow it." And you click through that whole scene of him explaining what a lightsaber is, and uh, it's it's my favorite and my kids have destroyed it because the battery even changing the batteries won't make it light up and 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 <laughs> do the sound anymore because they would just sit there and just click 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 click. Yeah. But I love that ornament. It's it's still my favorite. It has broken so many times and I've re-glued it and I will keep doing <laughs> it until it is nothing but dust.
0: What about you Ian? I know you probably don't have one maybe but Not, I really don't. Yeah. The only time I like
2: holiday decorations is when I get to throw them in the trash. <laughs> yeah talking about insult to injury so i used to work at uh lowe's as well and oh me too really (laughs) so in october uh like even like two weeks before uh halloween Mm -hmm. our store like we always had to uh we always had to tear down the decorations and start putting up like christmas stuff i'm just like it's not even november yet. it's not even it's not even halloween yeah I'm um, sure. And I always got tasked with like resetting all of the steel over in the uh, holiday section and then uh, putting all the trees and stuff up. And I'm just like, everybody knows I hate this. Why? Not like the actual work itself. I would rather go up and reshingle the roof right now. Like, why do I have to be the one to put Christmas decorations <laughs> They're she probably trying to get you to quit. You're right? <laughs> yeah. Get him out of here. You can't fire him.
0: That's so. what they do, man. They they give you the worst job so they so <laughs> yeah. you can quit and they don't have to like, you know. Give you a, a what's it called separation, like, severance. Severance. severance, severance, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so like two things I had over Christmas and heights, and those are the two things I oh. had to endure every every <laughs> holiday season. They're like, hey, can you run this equipment? And go up to the top. I'm just like, well, you know, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> There's two things in this world I hate. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Well, with that note, I will go ahead and go into what my favorite ones are. (laughs) Sorry,
1: I'm not full of a lot of holiday cheer. No, 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 it's okay. You're going to be holly jolly by the time we're out of here. Yeah.
2: (laughs) He sure is jolliest. (laughs) Who is he? (laughs) It's my favorite line from Violent Night. (laughs)
0: Um, For me, it's it's these decorations growing up, uh, you know, because they're a little bit nostalgic, but um, we would always have these lights on the tree that no, not only did they light up, but there was music that would play with it. Mm-hmm. And when the music was playing, the lights would blink and sync with the music as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that was, and actually, I mean, these lights behind me, it's not the same lights that I had growing up, but they do the same thing. Like I, I, there's a box there I can press on uh, and it'll play the music and it'll blink in synchronization, synchronization with it. Um, the other thing that I had growing up that I absolutely loved, and I told my mom this a few Christmases ago because I found out like she got rid of it a long time ago. I was just like, why did you get rid of it? We all love this thing. It's this thing called uh, Mr. Christmas Mickey's Marching Band where it's these Disney characters that are dressed in holiday um, outfits, but they're holding like a little um, bell hammer and they each Mm -hmm. have a bell and they will hit the bells and play different Um, Christmas songs and so there was like you know Mickey Mouse Minnie Mouse Donald Duck Goofy Pluto all of them and it was just really cool to watch because they're all like standing on top of a drum and their Mm -hmm. Christmas gear and the the uh, hammers that they're holding were spring-loaded so Mm -hmm. when they weren't playing like you could actually take the spring like pull it back and like hit the bell and we did that a lot but (laughs) it was a lot of like we just play and watch it and we just we were just really fascinated with it it's like you know the dumbest thing as a kid It was so great. I loved it. It was, and so I was really, I was really upset when my mom said that she actually got rid of it like years ago and all that. So I've been trying to look on eBay to see if I could find it somewhere. Um, and they are selling on eBay, but it's like, you know, 200 bucks for a used one. And I'm just, I know, I'm just like, I I wish, you know, I could get it like, you know, in good condition or something like that and kind of give it to my mom as a Christmas present one year and that way she could have it back again and all that. But it's just, it's way too expensive to get just a used one that you know, let alone a mm-hmm. uh, one that's in really good condition. But I'm hoping that they might bring it back at some point. So, mm-hmm. um, well, my trackpad has died again. So, let me try to see <laughs> if I can see these responses on my phone here. Actually, it looks like I might be able to. So, uh, let me pull up and give me one second here. Sorry. Let's see there. Darth Eakin said his favorite holiday decoration are lights exclamation point. So very excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see here. Hopskeek's News (laughs) says favorite holiday decoration is the Christmas tree. And then Nefarious Nightmare said their favorite holiday um, decoration is old school 80s Christmas lights. Also leg lamp. If you can get a hold of one. From Christmas story, Mm -hmm. which my sister has one of those, by the way, not only does she have that yes, not only she has that, (laughs) but they also sold these um, like Christmas lights ornament type of thing where like it's, you know, three or four inch leg lamp across a whole strand of lights, basically. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's see here. I need to figure out what the next question is. Here we go. Okay, Um, Ian do you have a favorite holiday food by chance?
2: I don't know that I have a favorite holiday food. I uh, okay. I know our our family like uh didn't do a lot of like turkey was usually a Thanksgiving thing. We did ham for Christmas. Yeah. So uh so I I, I do enjoy a good ham, a good glazed ham.
0: Yeah. Funny enough, I do not like ham at all. (laughs) Not not
2: even a little bit.
0: Not uh, yeah, not even a little bit. And like, in no shape or form do I like ham and in any kind of uh, way. So uh, I feel like I'm that one guy in you know, green eggs and ham, but just (laughs) ham. (laughs) Yeah, I guess if I had
2: had to pick, like, it would probably be ham for me because like everything else, like, I feel like holiday, Christmas food. You have during Thanksgiving as as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least our family always did. But Derek, you know how I feel about ham. I want all I the ham. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Derek and I
1: always quote that Pat Nozzle
2: joke <laughs> every, every every week.
1: <laughs> what about you, Derek? Oh my gosh! Um, I. I- for the longest time I hated ham as well. So you're not, a, you're not alone. Um, we would always do Thanksgiving Turkey and then ham at Christmas. And it got to the point where I was so gung ho that I wouldn't eat ham at Christmas time that they went, my grandmother would cook like a Turkey breast, like a full, not like a full Turkey breast uh-huh. just for me to make sure that I, that it was, um, that it was available to me because I was spoiled. If you can't tell by my <laughs> Christmas presents over the years, um, <laughs> But now I have to say it's um, it's a, it's an odd one. Broccoli cheese casserole. My mother makes it every single year. Every year she makes like two or three because my brother-in-law, who's also... Actually, my brother-in-law, I think, is the same height as you, Sean. Oh, really? Because he's a little bit taller than I am. Yeah. And he's a big, you know, farm boy. And uh, between the two of us, we can kill a 9 by 13 in <laughs> like a second. I'm sure. So she always makes two or three. But yeah, so it's a weird one. But broccoli cheese casserole, I'm all about it. I I will... I would eat nothing but that if you gave me the chance at I, Christmas. I
0: don't think I would have ever expected that answer. <laughs> I would be more surprised. I wouldn't be more surprised if my face was sta- stapled to the carpet or floor, whatever that line is. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, for me, it, it, little Debbie Christmas tree cake snacks
2: oh god okay i didn't even think about that that's a that's a, <laughs> oh god See, look, i'm like throwing the computer around now <laughs> little debbie
1: i love those oh. honestly like oh. they i, I just didn't absolutely love you, them Derek? Ooh, yeah 100 i'm saying look you wanted this to be a debate i'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll debate you on um, whether or not those greasy and yet somehow chalky <laughs> things exist did, they did defy you, the have you had of those babies. though have you had one though Oh God, yeah, I try them all the time. Yeah. I, I keep giving it a shot. I'm like, you, everyone loves these things. I know I'm the outlier. I'm the weird one. I've got to be wrong. <laughs> and every time I get, where are you the getting g-
2: chalky and greasy? Or are you getting them from I the know. Same place <laughs> your dad got PS2s?
1: <laughs> <laughs> getting them out of somebody's trunk. I was about to
0: say, like, the- <laughs> are they from last year?
2: <laughs> I've never had one that meets that description. Yeah. Think because
0: that was exactly what I was saying. It was just like, where
1: are you getting your little Debbie snacks from? <laughs> I've got them from multiple from grocery stores, gas stations, just where neighbor, little
3: Debbie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my
2: gosh. I, mean, I was so confused. What about the ice cream? Sean, have you had the ice cream version? There's an ice cream version? Yeah, they got sell them at Walmart and the they're you know they've got all of them, right? They've got the they've got the Christmas tree one, they've got like the uh Zebra the cakes. Stra- the zebra cakes. I've got the strawberry roll uh one, uh cinnamon bun one. There's one of
0: that. Did you, you didn't know this? I did not know this. uh <laughs> that, I know. At and that's Walmart. probably dangerous. My wife will probably hate you now because of this.
2: <laughs> They've got them, uh, especially during this time, they have them on the end cap of the freezer section, that end cap uh, uh
0: freezer door. I might usually. have to go to Walmart tomorrow when I. Got yeah, my kid off school. Will, yeah. if you if you like the
2: Christmas trees, man, like you won't get, be disappointed uh, on on all these at all.
1: No, okay. I can't believe.
2: I think they had just came out last year, didn't they, Derek? They didn't. They, they haven't been. They're not that Buddy. old.
1: Hey, did I just explain how much I hate the the little Debbie Christmas tree cakes. You think I'm looking out for the ice cream? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> do you you haven't. You haven't seen the Little Debbie ice cream. Any of them? No, I try to avoid anything Little Debbie like zebra cake related, because all the Christmas tree cakes are just repackaged zebra cakes. And it kinda like candy corn. I honestly think that they only made one batch of zebra cakes once, and they're so gross that they just repackage them as something else every year, just like they do with candy corn. So I don't I don't I don't pay attention to I anything don't know how with it. Well, this is gonna show up, but That is,
0: oh my gosh, yeah. So Ian's showing a picture of the ice cream on the Walmart app. I mean, it's it's clearly, you know, marketed as Little Debbie's Christmas tree cakes. I'm glad to tell my wife about this now. She'll probably, she will definitely hate you and probably
1: curse you and be like, you're, "You can't and talk to this guy ever again." What's great about that ice cream? What's, what's great about that ice cream is in every spoonful, there's a little packet of dusty chalky like cake. I'm still not sure
2: what you're eating. I know
1: all. you put. You, you
0: might have to make a trip to Indianapolis because I wonder if our quality is a little bit... <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't
1: know, but I, I mean, I'm eating the same ones that Ian has. The ones True. Are you
2: eating yours off of a chalkboard? I don't understand <laughs> why yours are chalky.
1: They're just so... The cake is so dry and nasty. Yep. The so um, camera can't even focus now. <laughs> Darth Eakin said
0: that uh, his favorite holiday food is mixed nuts, which... You can't go wrong with that. right? Mm-hmm. Um Hopskeek's news said cheesecake. And the Ferris nightmare said food in general. And then said, nice. does eggnog count? Cause they like eggnog. And I am a fan of eggnog. What about you two?
1: No, no, I'm not. You know, I actually just had this conversation, uh, a couple of days ago that we were talking about drinks and things like that. And I'm not Uh a fan of eggnog, but then again, I've also only tried non-alcoholic eggnog. And so what I hear is that if you have the adult version of eggnog, it might be better.
3: Right. Well, see,
2: that's the thing. Um, We on the Horror You Know podcast, actually, uh, when we do our Christmas episodes, Uh Trent Trent, uh, will buy a thing of eggnog. And nobody's like the biggest fan of eggnog, but he'll buy eggnog and then rum and we'll drink the alcoholic version of eggnog. Well, I think two years in a row, uh, I have put about... I feel the glass of about this much eggnog mm-hmm. and the rest of it's just the rum. So I like I like rum with a splash of eggnog
0: in mine. See, I only drink the non-alcoholic ones. I don't really drink. So that's mm. the only kind I ever have. And I, I love it. So I don't know, Derek, I guess maybe, you know, it's just look, the, look, different look, end of the spectrum.
1: Well, <laughs> and also... Also, you know, I already—I've Is no it too chalky for you? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. No, you know, I already said that I was I already, Yeah, definitely too heavy. I already said that I was spoiled not growing I'm up. I'm also, you. I'm also incredibly picky. Like, I just got, I got scolded by my wife today because I'm such a picky eater. Oh yeah, and uh, so yeah, it is not something that I'm unaware of. I know that I'm the, I'm the odd one out. <laughs> but uh, what, what can you say when you're raised just getting to eat whatever you like? That's that's how it goes, right? Yeah. you got to eat what you liked as
2: a child. (laughs) I to eat all kinds of disgusting things. Salmon patties.
1: We had to. Oh, oh, salmon patties are so good. (laughs) What's wrong with you? (laughs) Who are you? Somebody likes salmon patties. Um, you don't like Little Debbie anything. You like no, no, that's <laughs> not true. I don't like anything Little Debbie that has to do with zebra cakes. I will demolish Little Debbie treats,
2: just not the <laughs> See, zebra that's, cakes. Well, ones. that's what I was saying with the ice cream, and you're like, oh, no way, nothing like that. They don't. It's not just the zebra cakes, man. They have like they said the cinnamon, uh, like the cinnamon roll things. Mm-hmm. They have that. They have the uh, the strawberry shortcake one, and I know there's other little Debbie the brown the
1: cosmic brownie. They have a cosmic All right, brownie. I'll, I'll one. give the cosmic brownie one. We gotta we gotta move on. Sean's ever. <laughs> going to have us on the show again
0: <laughs> um i'm afraid to ask this one but what dry what is something that might drive you nuts about the holidays ian <laughs> um, the holidays how much time you
3: know, we holidays
0: yeah how much
2: time do we, you just said we had to wrap Yeah, it, yeah.
3: So,
2: yeah. Yeah. it all started when i was a boy <laughs> Uh, no uh, yeah it's just, just the holidays that's my answer and I get across that. the board <laughs> yeah
0: and, and, and honestly and, and I think that's one of the things that we're just now as I think a society just kind of recognizing is that the holidays is not always a great time for everybody and that mm-hmm. for some people it's it's not a good time you know and for a number of different reasons and everything I think that's totally you know fine to not enjoy the holidays and everything like that I don't know if you saw this but I saw this on Twitter. The other day, and as much as I love the holidays, like this really irked me. Where I guess somebody left one of their neighbors a letter in the mail, you know, scolding them for not putting lights up and calling them like a screw. Yeah, it was the Grinch or something like that. Yeah, it was was a terrible. Yeah, it was really terrible. I'm just like that. You don't. uh, Oh, you
2: guys saw that letter that my neighbor left me? (laughs) know they made
0: that public. I'm sorry. No, but it's just you know, but like the. One, you don't know you know why they didn't put the lights up you know and and there could be mm-hmm. a number of reasons and the fact that they didn't even try to you know one it's not their business to find out or anything like that mm-hmm. but I think right. you know to jump to this conclusion because they're just they went to a bunch of you know conclusions with why they had done that and and pretty much told them that there were screws and everything but it's it's again it's it's not a jolly time for everybody and that's perfectly mm-hmm. fine I think we need to keep that in mind and everything so um yeah so Ian. Totally fine. It's okay, buddy.
2: It's just it's for me, it's a misconception because uh, Christmas is labeled as this holiday, cheerful, joyful time. Mm-hmm. And uh and I know like for most like when you put up your Christmas lights and and like you are looking pretty festive back there, and your lights what? look awesome, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to take that away. Like right. a lot of people put in a lot of work uh, with their lights, and they take it very seriously, Mark mm-hmm. Griswold style. And that's that's <laughs> I, I applaud you for that. I right. don't have the patience for it personally, but right. Uh, I, I guess uh, my point being is that's awesome, and and I like giving gifts. Just in general, I like making my friends happy or family, whoever I'm giving a gift to. Um, It's it's a good feeling. The problem is that most of the people I talk to are usually fake happy during this time. They're so miserable, and it's because of the stress of what Christmas does to people. In my opinion, I've talked to a lot of people that are like, you know, I started Christmas shopping around this time, and it's just so busy. And, you know, around here, Derek said, we small town, usually we have to drive to either like indy louisville uh play, bigger cities like that that mm-hmm. uh that stay open later because a lot of places around here we usually work during the evening and everything closes by 7 mm-hmm. 8 p.m right uh, unless you go to walmart but you know you don't sometimes uh It's more extravagant than that, that uh, people want gifts that um, or if I have something in mind that I want to get, like, for example, Derek, uh, I wanted to get Bob and Derek something this year for Christmas. I did the same thing for uh, my other Mm -hmm. podcast. We did a exchange. We did like a funny gift exchange. And it wasn't like funny. It was just like fun gifts. Right. And uh, I got I got Ian Wells, a uh, Snoop Dogg uh, cookbook. Oh, I didn't even yeah. know they had that. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it says uh, from crook to cook on it. And it has all these uh, soul food recipes and everything. And it. it's got
1: that man with a big and old apron like, like, yeah. on the front of it. And I, I just, I, I,
2: I was scrolling through Amazon. I said, this is it. And uh I got it and I wrapped it and, uh and he unwrapped it. And, and I shit you not to this day, because this was a few weeks ago. I gave it to him. Mm-hmm there was a cellophane wrapping over the book. He still hasn't opened it. He's just like, I can't open it. I just think I was like, you can't save it for <laughs> 20 years. And good, I'll get you another one. If you want to collect one, right, yeah. <laughs> open it up and make me sell that bacon that's in there, man. Go so, buy, go uh, buy
0: used one. So he doesn't have an excuse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So
2: what I ended up doing was I didn't tell anybody, but I went and got everybody, um, a gift, all three of them. Uh-huh. And I knew if I told them, they'd feel obligated to get me a gift. Right. And to me, that's not what Christmas should be about. It's about giving. And I wanted to get them basically kind of like what you have there. what actually it's more closer than what Derek has. It's the the arm for our microphones. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, what was happening was we record on uh, in live in person and we have this table and four of us sit at like one large table and we're across the room or whatever. So, like, if we like, we'll take shots on there, we'll go to hand each other stuff and somebody will hit their mic or drop their elbow on the table and they're all condenser mics and they pick everything up. Right. So, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get them all of this. So, I end up getting them this, uh, these gifts. And then I got Derek and Bob something. And then Bob brings up, like, hey, on our podcast, we should do a gift exchange. I was like, no, we shouldn't. I got you guys something, and I wasn't going to tell you because you're going to feel obligated to give me something now. Right. So, then of course, Derek and Bob are both, I'm sorry excuse me colonel bob and Derek were just (laughs) like oh no we all have to get each other stuff i was like no you don't have to do that all right so i i think um it just puts a pressure on people and uh, a lot of people go a little stir crazy during during the holidays because uh they get these gifts and they're sitting at home and they're trying to wrap everything and if you got kids uh, Uh, i've never had kids surprised but I, i i feel like it's much harder to hurry up and wrap everything without them coming into the room
0: oh yeah yeah, they have a lot of that stuff. And so difficult. That's why they go I mean, stay at the grandparents' house for a weekend so you can get theirs <laughs> done. There you go. Yeah. There you no, go. But, th- I mean, that's a valid point because I know somebody had said this on Twitter the other day, and I completely agree with this, is that it is uh, such a stressful financial burden for a lot of people as well, mm-hmm. too, because right. it's so much money you got to spend at the end of the year especially mm-hmm. for like things that happen at the end of the year for some people. Like, so for example, because of our last name, uh, our car registrations for the BMV happens, you know, we have to pay by mm-hmm. December and all that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, those things are cheap, you know? And so for right. a lot of people, it can be a lot to have to spend a lot of money as opposed to somebody has suggested, why don't we just like, you know, think about spreading that out throughout the year, instead of just having it all be something that's happened at the, at the end of the year where people are, you know, loading a bunch of money to, you know, try to get meet those kind of demands and everything that the holidays can bring and all that. And I and I agree with you. And I think it's one of those things where the whole idea is to spend time with family and, and you know, giving gifts should be something that you can give without feeling like you're obligated to give a gift back to somebody if they do that, because I I think that's just how the mentality is in general, when people give us something that we feel like we're, you know, we owe them something or whatever. And that's kind of goes against it. Um, And so I know like if, if I give someone a gift and they never give me something, you know, for the holidays, like I don't think anything of it because I'm like, that wasn't the whole point of it anyways. But right. But I totally get it. Like, I agree with that is that it's kind of got warped into that a little bit. And, (laughs) and it's, it it gets crazier every year. and, And I think that's why the whole, you know, idea of like, bringing Christmas back to like the present and everything uh, you know, and the movies and all that is something that just, you know, resonates with a lot of people because every year seems like it gets a little bit crazier and, and, you know, it's, it's like trying to get back to the whole origin of it. So.
2: Well, and think about it. Like if your next door neighbor um, gets their kids stuff and you know what they got them and they're talking to you about it and it's all these extravagant gifts. and then right. Your kids are like friends with those kids that go to school together that they think like, oh, that's cool. Like, I can't wait for Christmas. But you're um, maybe you're in a one income house or you're a single parent. Right. And you're keeping all the lights and everything on. Obviously, you want to get your kids something for Christmas. So you're going to cut a little cheap this year. Well, you also don't want your kids thinking that you love them less. And I know like that. I just can imagine that would be stressful as well. Like I know people in that situation, too, where they're just like so stressed. They're just like, I want to give my kids something real special and something nice. But I feel like I fail them as a parent because I can't do that. And I'm just like, nobody should ever have to feel that way. Right.
0: Right. Agree.
1: Derek, what irks you about the holidays? Oh, Derek, are you still here? Sorry. Uh, in all honesty, what irks me about the holidays are people that don't like the holidays, that hate it, uh, that don't understand that it's the most wonderful time of the year. I, I despise that, and I think those people are just... Is it? Uh, Did you
2: fall asleep during my rant?
1: <laughs> no, in all honesty, it, it, all jokes aside, that actually is part of the thing that irks me, but it's not mm-hmm. the way that that I was saying, that was a joke. Um, I work for the post office. And so December is a terrible time of year for us. Like there's, there's no getting around it. It is um, the most stressful, the most exhausting time of work for us. I work six days a week, 12 to 14 hour days. I mean, I can barely even walk when I get home. It's, it's a lot, but I love Christmas time. And so I'm always Excited about Christmas. I walk into work singing Christmas carols. I drive on my route singing Christmas carols. I, I I really enjoy it. And my problem, my biggest problem with Christmas is people that don't like the holiday that want to make you miserable during the holiday. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because those people exist too, and those people suck. Because mm-hmm. I understand if you don't like Christmas, I'm not gonna stand right next to somebody that I'm not gonna stand next to Ian and and freaking sing frosty the snowman into his ear or it's the most wonderful time of the year while locking eyes with him like don't you agree yeah and i'm not gonna
2: christmas shame you either like if i'm with somebody like i work with the guy marcus he loves christmas it's his favorite time of year i think mm-hmm. it's ridiculous however i respect his wrong opinion. <laughs> and anytime he talks about lights or stuff i'll give him back in comment just joking around like oh god and i think um I'll tell you guys that joke later. I don't know if it's appropriate for this this podcast. So <laughs> I'll tell you the joke later and show you the picture I sent him. But more of the story is like I wouldn't shame you for liking Christmas. Mm-hmm. I just uh I don't like it. I'm I'm very opinionated about it, but I'm not trying to sway anybody over to the dark side over here. Right. right. And yeah, yeah,
1: and so that that bothers me when people are like I understand that Christmas is not the best time for people. There one of the reasons why I so desperately try to make sure that Christmas is fun for me and my family is because like I did mention, my dad died three days after Christmas. He was buried on new year's day. This is a rough month for me emotionally Mm -hmm. every single year. And so I want to make sure that I enjoy the time that I have with my family and with in this time of year that we're meant to embrace happiness and joy and being together. And so I understand that it's a hard time for, for people. I really do. I understand that there are people that are going through terrible, terrible times, but don't try and take someone else's joy because, mm-hmm. because I know misery loves company, but don't try and take someone else's joy. Somebody that's just trying to get through it. And, and the biggest problem I have with that is a lot of the people that I work with are the ones that are so gung ho about trying to make everyone else as miserable as they on. It's like, we already worked for the post office. We're miserable already. Can you not have one month out of the year where you try and smile on purpose? for the love of all that's well, and like, think it, about
2: the fact that like you, you told me this billions of times now that you uh, the, do the holiday thing with all packages, especially the way the mail is set up. Now there by right. orders online. You don't get home till like 9 PM. Sometimes yeah, you barely get to see your family. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't
1: see my family most days. Like I, I was t- talking to Ian this week and um, Thursday was the first time my, my youngest son, it will be two in January. And Thursday was the first time that I got to give him a hug since Sunday. Oh, because he's asleep when I go to work and he's in bed when I get home. Yeah. So I don't get to see. I forgot that my wife and the kids do Christmas pajamas on New Year's on Christmas Eve. She was like, oh, I got to get Christmas pajamas for everybody so we can open on New Year's Eve. I was like, when did you start doing that? Mm. Because I'm not home on New Year's Eve. They're in bed by the time I get home. Right. So, yeah, it's a rough time. But you know what? I come in whistling and on Christmas Eve, I'll put pictures up online. I'll put up a TikToks. I go in with Bells in my beard, an ugly Christmas sweater on. And I'm going to I'm going to on purpose enjoy this holiday and you're not going to bring me down. So, yeah, that's my biggest my biggest problem. Stop trying to yuck. Everybody's yum. You suck.
0: Um, so uh, so Darth Eakins has said what drives him nuts about the holidays is the greed, which I think we all mm-hmm. touched on there. Um. Hops Geeks News said how stressful it is with gift giving. Mm-hmm. which we touch on that as well, too. And then Nefarious Nightmare said when people get angry about the most expensive item, not making it under the tree, Karen's who Karen around in <laughs> retail stores <laughs> and Mariah Ian's Carey. Care. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, Mariah. Sorry, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't
0: me. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs>
2: I'm out of here. You got succeeded. You finally you, you know how to get me buttons, buttons, but you know how to get me to leave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, last question, and then we'll go into um, comics that we're reading here. Um, and this is the, this is a question that everyone, you know, discusses and argues about debates about. This is something that I have had conversations with my boss every year, ever since I started working on the team, uh, because we have these, you know, not like hotly debated, like heated discussions, but he would make an argument like why this is. And I'll make an argument why it's not and all that. But is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Who wants to who wants to go first with that? I'm
2: long-winded, Derek, about this subject. All right. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. Well, so am I. So, so Ian was asking that question earlier. I yeah. knew that yeah. this is why Sean wanted to hold it hold it off to the end. Yep, um, that's right. If I'm talking to certain people, I will argue to the death that it's a Christmas movie that the certain people, it's person. Colonel Bob. It's Colonel a Bob. <laughs> um, I like how you just named him. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 100% him. We, we've had this guy. He got so mad at me the other day. He's like, I don't understand why. Why do you have to argue? I was like, well, you're the only one I argue with this. I, I don't care. Um, I consider it a Christmas movie. But then again, I have a. I have a separate category that I talk about fringe Christmas movies where it's things that take place around Christmas but aren't necessarily dictated by Christmas. Right. My argument for it being a Christmas movie is the fact that John McClane wouldn't have been in at Nakatomi Plaza if it wasn't for a Christmas party. Um and that's about it. And also, Reginald Bell Johnson just came out and said, Yes, it's a Christmas movie. The writer of the movie said it's a Christmas movie. I know Bruce the Willis said it wasn't. said the same
2: thing. I know Bruce Willis said it wasn't.
1: I know Bruce Willis said it wasn't. But, you know, that's one actor, and all these other people are saying, Yeah, it is. But it, it in my opinion, it comes down to uh, personal preference. I don't think it matters. It's a great movie. Right. Yeah. But I will consider it a Christmas movie, and I will fight Colonel Bob to the death, and no one else. I won't, I won't argue with anybody <laughs> Uh, Ian. Oh, okay. Hang on. Let me settle down. Here we go.
2: You know, to answer this question, Sean, we have to really evaluate what is Christmas? Christmas actually dates back to the old times. Um, no, I, I think it's, 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 it's too broad for me, man. I don't know, like, because if, if you consider a die out or I disagreed with Derek on one thing, <laughs> Derek says, if it wasn't for the Christmas party, John McLean would have never been uh, uh, there uh, at, the, at the Christmas party because it's accurate, which which makes sense. He wouldn't be there uh, for the Christmas party if it wasn't around Christmas. That makes sense. Right. Uh, but there are other parties there are. It could have been a New Year's party. Uh, uh, it could have been like a promotion. They got a big, big uh, client because was, you know it was one of those business uh, uh, type jobs to where like there was like accounts and stuff open up. So like it could have there, there was other like type of party. So it could have been it could have easily been a New Year's Eve party. So I don't agree with uh, it being a Christmas movie because I feel like if that's if that's a Christmas movie, uh, you throw in Lethal Weapon, uh, you throw in the like, Gremlins was an example. Batman right. Returns. Uh, Iron Man 3. Movies. Iron Iron Man 3. uh, That all take place around Christmas but aren't centered on Christmas. It's the same thing with Die Hard. I get what you're saying, Derek, but like I said, it could have been any other party. It could have been anything.
1: I'm going to interrupt your long-running rant because Gremlins absolutely is a Christmas movie. (laughs) Why do you say that, though? gizmo is a christmas present okay that's fair that's fair (laughs) the whole movie is centered around christmas and it it, it all takes place during christmas Mm gizmo is a present it's a christmas but gizmo could have been a birthday present he could have been, but then again, that wouldn't have made sense for all those Christmas decorations and Christmas songs to be playing during the entire thing. No, but you, you still would have had the same story and just a different environment. A, see, yeah, see different here's the thing. I'm, okay. I'm kind of with Ian well, on that, this. That's I, why I'm, I said broad. Yeah. I, by that matter, what if Christmas Vacation could have easily been a Thanksgiving movie if, if he would have had all the people Nobody's come around for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? Like that there, be real. <laughs> have, have you met my family, Ian? You've been to many of our, our Thanksgiving. I
0: I see, I'm with Ian on this again. I, I'm with you as well. Derek, in terms of, I don't think it really matters at, at it's, the it's, end of the day. Yeah, it's, you know? it's,
2: it's, it's a gray area. Yeah.
0: It's like, you know, whatever. Just enjoy it however you want to enjoy it. Uh, you know, there are some people who get like really heated about this. And I'm just like, there are other things to be oh, upset about. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing friendly <laughs> I mean, banter. There are some people who are like really angry about, uh, we'll yeah, see, no, you know? for
2: days over it. like Yeah. <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's totally fine. Like, I don't yeah. consider it a Christmas movie. If Derek does, that's fine. We can agree to disagree. I understand why he does. I just hope he understands why I don't.
1: Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of <laughs> course I do. It, it makes yeah. certain, like I said, it's a fringe yeah. Christmas movie. See, yeah, and, and I, well, I agree with
0: Ian in that. I think it's not a Christmas movie if you can write the story. If you can take Christmas out... Of the movie, and it still, you know, holds itself together. Like, if you change the elements so that it's not Christmas, but, you know, the occasion or whatever is different, and it can stand by its own, I think it's not a Christmas movie mm-hmm. at that point. So, when you think of movies like, you know, The Santa Claus and and some mm-hmm. of those other things that are, you know, traditionally holiday movie, it makes sense because you can't really rewrite it without... That in there, whereas, you know, Die Hard, Batman Returns, you know, all those movies, it doesn't have to be centered around Christmas in order for that story to still hold. Um, Right. And so that's that's why I'm always, you know, kind of if I had to make a decision I wouldn't put die hard as a Christmas movie because it still would have been a great story. a great movie mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. the Christmas element in it, you know? So, right. Um, without the
2: fact that them mentioning it's a Christmas party, you would have never even noticed Christmas time. Cause it was in like California. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Yeah
2: right so it was it was it's like it was snowing it was not, it's not snowing and it's the same way with lethal weapon lethal weapons in california there's no snow it actually rains in the movie
1: <laughs> yeah so hey, it, it's yeah. rained here on christmas yeah no, no, I'm,
2: I, and i get that but like uh the reason i can argue against what Derek is saying on like christmas vacation could have easily been a thanksgiving movie it's a completely different movie at that point that whole movie is based around presents christmas trees christmas joy christmas lights mm-hmm. everything about that is christmas so if you take christmas out of that movie it's a completely different movie right in my opinion because there's a lot of christmas references and stuff right yeah um so that's why i say that but like if you i was gonna actually bring that up but sean hit on it if you take christmas out of die hard it's still Hard. Mm-hmm. if you take christmas out of batman returns it's a little bit different of a movie it could still be winter time with snow and everything but i mean like the christmas tree scene and everything not 100 percent necessary uh, it just happened to be centered around that time. So I would agree that that is also not a Christmas movie. Right, right. And I agree with your definition of fringe Christmas as well. Something that takes place, but doesn't necessarily yeah. revolve around. Yeah, it.
1: and the only reason I, I even bring that up is because I like there, there are movies that like I like watching at Christmas time. No, they're like, well, yeah, I do. But there are movies I like to watch <laughs> at Christmas time uh, that aren't necessarily Christmas movies, but they have hmm. enough in common with it that I feel like, okay, well, because like I keep getting on my kids because they don't want to watch anything Christmas. I'm like, this is our one chance. Like, why aren't we watching Elf? Like, why, <laughs> why, 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 why are we watching How to Train Your Dragon the five millionth time? Let's come on. It's, Which they have a holiday Christmas version of that. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they really do. And it's awesome. But uh, yeah, I, I get real, uh, real, Persnickety at Christmas time because I want to be watching Christmas movies. I want to be listening to Christmas music. You know, I'm, I'm going to immerse myself in Christmas so I don't think about the packages that are literally overflowing me every single day of my life. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, the listeners, Darth Eakin said, Is Die Hard a holiday movie? F no is what he said. He was more explicit, explicit <laughs> but uh, for this show, F no. Um, Hops Geeks News says, Yes obviously and then <laughs> nefarious nightmare said sure which i feel like is
1: kind of half and half answer i was gonna say i was hoping for a tiebreaker there the nope. three and we didn't get it we, we got absolute no yeah. absolute yes and <laughs>
0: Hey, yeah. i guess yeah maybe so but i'll have to i'll have to make sure that my boss hears this so that way he can you know <laughs> be mad at me and ian <laughs> of course yeah of course yeah so well i i have to say that there were some um elements of today's episode i had to take out because we're running kind of late on this so i took out some of the questions so if you were like expecting some of the Questions or hot takes to come up Unfortunately I just decided on the On the whim because everything is happening That let's just go ahead and just kind of cut down To this part of the show So um, that wraps up Our um Battle of the Holidays Let's finish this by talking About the comics we're reading um Currently and so it Could be you know a, a new issue that's just Dropped or maybe it's a book that you're working on That came out
1: you know years ago Something like that Um Derek what Comics are you reading right now um, right now, of course, I'm always on the current run of Iron Man, uh, so I'm reading that Avengers Forever. They're they're getting into a a big crossover with the main Avengers book and some other one that I haven't picked up yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain America: Symbol of Truth. I'm reading right now, and then also I'm going back because I finally pulled the trigger on the uh, the DC app. What is it? DC uh, Infinite, Infinite, yeah, Universe or whatever. And so I'm trying to fill in some holes in my Kyle Rayner books that I didn't read, like Mm -hmm. some of the, the side ones. So I'm reading Omega men right now. Oh, cool. Um, from right after new 50 or like right before rebirth, they did that when he was still the white lantern Mm -hmm. and, um, and rereading Superman birthright. I, I put up a, a, TikTok today with all the sad news of henry cavill not coming back i felt like reading a happy story about superman so i'm reading birth birthright again which is my favorite superman story
0: oh cool i'll have to check that out i don't think i've read that one yet it's mark wade oh well yeah definitely gotta check it out (laughs) it's excellent (laughs) yeah how about you ian a
2: lot. I had a lot of catching up I wanted to do. Uh-huh. And then I also wanted to read uh current stuff. So uh one thing that I, I read recently, that's not DC Norma Marvel is gonna kind of maybe shock you, but I just finished uh Archie versus the Predator. Oh, interesting. That sounds amazing. That's a real that's a real <laughs> series. It's a dark horse series, it's a limited series, and it's <laughs> literally Archie versus the
0: fucking
3: predator.
2: that <laughs> so is yeah yeah i want uh, that just seems like two
0: genres that does not mix at all right <laughs> yeah that is it's, interesting uh,
2: it's, it's out there but it was definitely it was entertaining yeah. and you've gotta just spend a lot of belief there <laughs> it's uh it's just so goofy and silly but uh yeah it, that that was one that i had finished up uh i caught up on not all the way but i started reading uh i've the new 52 justice league where Batman sits in the Mobius chair mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and asked the question about the Joker. And he says that the Mobius chair says there are three, uh, which led me to read Batman, the three Jokers finally. So I got caught up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading um, a few things which I don't remember, man, because I was I was going uh, X Men versus Avengers. I had never finished that, so I just instead of picking up where I left off, I just started over and started reading. Right. Um. I had been reading some um, a Booster Gold. I actually like oh, the yeah. character of Booster Gold, so I went back and started the uh, uh, first few issues of uh the New Fifty Two Booster Gold, uh-huh. and then I jumped to present uh, day because I'm behind on Batman. Uh-huh. So uh, I had got past the point where um. They uh, they did like the button. Remember when they what was it? Uh, not uh, the not flash no, button hmm. conversions. Uh, Dozer rebirth, Do- rebirth. Oh, rebirth. rebirth. Okay. When, when they when you they button, rebirth. I was thinking of the yeah. The, one of the, the issues comedian. was literally called the button. Um, oh, Okay. So I started reading that and then I started reading like the flashlight spinoffs that that introduced some of the characters from that main storyline. So uh, I, I like I said, I've been reading a little bit. I'm sure there's more stuff I just haven't thought of, but I've been reading every single thing that I possibly could uh, to catch up and to, uh, to read some old stuff. Uh, Batman. uh, No, I'm sorry. It's Superman speeding bullet. Have you ever heard of that one? No. Derek. Yes.
1: um after I talked to you about it, yes. Gotcha. Uh, so
2: so it's it's Superman lands in Gotham City and he is discovered by Thomas and Martha Wayne.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. And he grows up
2: as Bruce Wayne. Right. But he's still super he has the powers of Superman, but he dresses as Batman and he can fly around and uh Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't become Superman to the end of this year, but it, it was like a it was like a limited like one shot type series. Yeah, so yeah. It was uh, it was it was really nice. I, I like that DC Infinite app. I get to read a lot of stuff that I I didn't get to read that I've always wanted to, and it saves you on buying graphic novels unless you just want to
0: collect one. Right, mm-hmm. right. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Um, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I and you know I I have stacks of unread that I need to do, and I think for twenty twenty three. I definitely want to try to get caught up on all those things. So I might do a couple of, of YouTube videos just kind of showing people like here are my stacks and and uh, <laughs> how I'm trying to get through that and everything. So I, for me, I just finished reading uh, a, a series from Aftershock called Naughty List. That's supposed to be a retelling of Santa Claus. It's a definitely adult oriented. Um, it's not a jolly Saint Nick, I will say that Uh, probably worse than David Harbor Santa from Violent Night, I would say. Really? Yeah, because at least at least there was like some Christmas spirit in there, and not that you know this this character you know doesn't have any sort of Christmas spirit either. But he's definitely a lot more cynical and dark and um, just uh, grumpier (laughs) than Mm -hmm. than the one from Violent Night. But what's what's a bummer about is that. I actually enjoyed it. It was a really interesting story, but it seemed like they were going to finish the story, but they, aftershock decided not to, because it was forced. It was four issues. And the last issue ended with, um, you know, Santa saying that he was going to get revenge on the guy that, you know, this other immortal that just killed like one of his elves. And he's like, now I got to learn like, I got to figure out how to kill an immortal. And, um, Apparently that's it. That's that's the end of the series. So, oh no! Yeah. So I don't know if like, and, and it says like you know this is when I bought it. I bought it digitally. It says you know you can buy the whole series, and the whole series is pretty much mm-hmm. those four issues. So I my guess is they just discontinued it. You know. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Yeah. So, but now it you know it's it's a bummer, but I'm not gonna lose sleep over it either. So, um, so what I'm going to start. Doing is actually reading. Um, I started this and gotta get back to it, but it's DC's latest Grifter got ran over by reindeer. Um, oh, nice, yeah, it's their holiday special where they have a bunch of like one shots <laughs> in there. it's it no respect, yeah, <laughs> it <gets> no respect. <laughs> and then Ever. I picked this one up, uh, Star Wars Visions. Uh, um,
1: oh, nice, yeah, oh, okay.
0: I really liked the show on, it was fun. on Disney Plus. I, it was the first anime that I was just like, okay, I can get behind it because I never was a fan of anime, but when I watched that, I was like this is really good. So I heard there did a comic on this. So I picked that up and, and decided to read it. Um, and then I got to read Superman son of Kal-El. Like the last few issues, I keep saying
1: that I'm going to start it and I have not started. it yet. So I need to, <laughs> um, I haven't read a single issue of that run. So you're well ahead of me. I, I got nothing. Yeah. I got
0: all 18 of them now. So I got to just sit down and read through. I'll probably do it over the break. So do um, so
2: you guys, do you guys like holiday themed like comic books, like Christmas? Like yes, <laughs> yeah, I think I got, I'm starting to pick that up now that you've told me what, kind of what you're reading. But I, uh, <laughs> well, I made I, a whole list
0: on League of Comic Geeks of holiday le- holiday themed uh, comic books. Oh, nice. Yes. So, like, yeah, I'm. A, I i have not read all of them. These are there's some that I've read, and then there's some that people have suggested. Um, mm-hmm. But there's some really good ones out there. Like, there's one that I think is hysterical. Uh, well, really two, but one is from Marvel. And it's, it's Deadpool gets hired to kill Santa. <laughs>
2: shot. I, I don't know if this was on your list, but I actually think that my birth was prophesied because they wrote one about me and it was called Superman, the man who hates Christmas.
3: <laughs> I don't yeah, think I've heard that man. one. No. He had,
2: it's about a man by the name of, this is his actual name in the comic, uh-huh. Jasper Rasper. <laughs> and he hates Christmas so much that he decides to uh, start this diabolical plan where he travels to the North Pole. Uh, and uh big Santa Claus like cookies or something like that. Right. Just to make him fatter to the point where he can't go deliver presents. <laughs> that was his plan. And Superman <laughs> finds out that oh yeah, Jasper <laughs> Esper's going to sabotage Christmas. He's like, not on my words. <laughs> he tracks him down. To, and I was just like, God, this is me. Yeah. This, this is car. Oh. oh,
0: that's funny. <laughs> and
2: then Batman Noel, obviously. Oh, that's a really good one. I just
0: read that this year. I absolutely love it. It's a really good. That's yeah, great. Piece of work. Yeah, I love it. Um, Well, I also asked people from Comic Watch as well as Twitter and from our discord that we have what they're reading. Um, So I'm going to read very quickly here because I know we're, you know, this is a very long episode already. Uh, But this is what they've been reading. So Miriam Herrera from Comic Watch said that she's reading My Hero Academia, which I have not read yet, but I've heard really great things about it. She says, tears like legit one breaking my heart, hyperventilating tears. So apparently it's very emotional, very powerful. Yeah. Um, B Rats from Comic Watch said New Warriors from 1990. Um, Hard Choices by, oh, I'm going to butcher their name here, Nisiaza and Bagley. I I have no idea if I pronounced that right or not. Probably not. Um, Co starring The Punisher with Bangle and the Forces of Nature. As the antagonist, if people think today's comics are political, they should check out this book. This is chock full of it. It deals with fallout from the Vietnam War, gang violence, deforestation of the rainforest, extremist political activism, et cetera. So I'm going to have to check that out now. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, that sounds wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Dustin Gable from Comic Watch as well said Marvel 2 and 1 from 2017. Still the best Fantastic Four book of the last five years. But sharp writing from Zadarsky, which I, I didn't realize Zadarsky wrote a Fantastic Four book. So, um, killer line work from Jim Chung and Valero Sheedy. Chung's uh, Ben Grimm is a tragic figure full of emotional nuisance, and you can't help but feel the heartbreak in every bit of the penciling. Wow. Like, that just sold me mm. on that right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, then, from our Discord channel, um, Ken from the ODPH podcast said they're currently reading The Black Ghost and Blood Oath by Alex Segura and on Comics All and Rogue Sun by Ryan Parrott. And then the So Wizard podcast said that they're reading the Batman Spawn series. Have, have you all read any of this or have any interest in reading it?
2: no i have an issue of batman and spawn from like the 90s and okay. I, I own it but i've never actually read it
1: okay <laughs> yeah, i haven't ch- i haven't checked it out either i haven't read a Sp- a spawn comic in 25 years
0: I've, I've never been a fan of spawn like it just never it just never interested
1: me so when they I like the character but i, I yeah, just it, never I read it. it
2: interesting character not interesting enough for me to like read a whole issue which i know is yeah. kind of silly to yeah. say, but...
0: the only experience i've had was spawn is um, from the movie, movie that came out in the 90s, yeah. you know? And yeah. that was a, I mean, not hokey movie, but like if that was your first experience of Spawn, you're just like, what is this? Um, mm-hmm. So when they announced that, I just, I personally wasn't interested in it, but I've heard a lot of people have been really liking it. So, um, and then last but not least on Twitter, eBunny061 said that they're currently finishing the Doubt manga series. Absolutely love it. Psycho- psychological horror good story and great art. So these these are really good comics I'm going to have to put on my list of to read on the back end of all my (laughs) to read piles and all that. So um, no, but this is really good. I'm glad to to hear what everyone's reading. And it sounds like there's some really great ones out there that are currently out as well as some of the um, ones that's been around for a while as well, too. So, um, so that is it for this episode, Derek and Ian, thank you very much for coming on the show. Before I let you all go, do you want to share where people can find you and your work or your podcasts online? Derek, you can go Uh, first. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Find Paperweight Entertainment on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, you can find links links to all that at PaperweightEntertainment.com as well as links to our merch store, written reviews, and um, a playlist of all of our audio and video episodes. So PaperweightEntertainment.com, you can get links to everything there. Uh, the Horror You Know Podcast, uh, we have a merch store. Uh, if you go to... Uh,
2: um, where do you go? I don't think we have a website. Um, so we're on uh, Spotify, we're on Apple Apple Music, um, or Apple Podcasts, I should say, and uh, Audible as well. Uh, we're on all those. Uh, we have a Twitter account. I think you can find the link on our Twitter account as well. Um, we have hats and shirts and mugs and all kinds of stuff like that, as we, as we do for paperweight as well. I don't know if Derek plugged that or
1: not. Yeah, we got a merch store. <laughs> it's
3: there. Yeah,
2: it's, it's there. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Horror You Do Podcast, like I said, uh, uh, like, subscribe on everything. We're not on YouTube yet. We do have a TikTok page that we do where we do these. Trent came up with the – Trent actually made these puppets of us to where we react <laughs> to everything with the puppets. He, he actually made hand puppets. Oh, I got to watch this now yeah they, and, they're pretty and, they're pretty good and like, we, do, we do uh advertisement for the show and stuff through TikTok with the puppets and stuff i uh recorded a uh i hosted the jeepers creepers episode and <laughs> i introduced the episode as my puppet and it's just the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen so check that out immediately <laughs> um and uh and it's a little early but every year now uh uh the uh ohio theater in our um, town here uh uh you, they do a we're starting this horror festival Uh and uh we're going to be doing that again we did one this year it was a friday saturday thing we're doing it again next year so uh try to get on facebook like us and everything we'll be doing updates on that as well like i said i know it's really early but uh we're looking for suggestions and stuff on that too so all
0: right awesome well thank you both very much for coming on the show i really appreciate it thank you so much thanks for having us have a happy holiday as much as you can <laughs> i feel like that was directed towards a certain not, individual not individual. directed but i want to be inclusive though <laughs> okay <laughs> Love because it. not everybody you know the holidays is not you know great for everybody so i just want to be inclusive as much as possible so well thank you all hey thank you man appreciate you having us thanks man and that wraps up another episode of The Caps in Life. I hope you enjoyed listening and don't forget to hit the subscribe button. You can follow us on social media at Caps in Life. And if you like what we're doing, give us a shout out by tagging us in your post or send us a message. For more information about us and all of our previous episodes, visit the Life, a show for the most calm.